I know that you've all been prepared for this, but I thought I'd just remind you just the same. Can you handle that? Game over, man. Game over. What the fuck are we gonna do now? What are we gonna do? Pure evil. I want to buy some uh, radio ad time. Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Rose Two. We got Karen Mack in the back. This is Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Let's get to it, motherfuckers. All right, no, we're back, and this time we brought another guest along. We brought the RO motherfucking C all the way from Cali over here to our little MDK studio. And Beige and Eli, um, he had us on our show a couple of months ago, and we're fucking really happy to have you back. And the first time we wanted to come on, we wanted to talk about horror movie villains, or sorry, movie villains, and that didn't pan out, so we came on, we spoke about sequels, but I want you to come on our show and talk about horror movie villains for a bit. So, like, what I really wanted to ask you was, like straight away, like a softball question. Who's your favorite villain from the horror movie genre? Beige, I'll start with you because I like you more. Uh-huh. You like you motherfucker. Mm. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be out of left field, but my favorite horror movie villain is uh, what's his name? Um, Jason. No, 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 no. <laughs> the Candyman. Because no, 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 because no, black. No. Candyman <laughs> being black. What's that dude's name? He's um. From Batman and Robin, what's his name? From Batman and Robin, yeah, Mr. Freeze, name? Mr. Freeze. No, no, not Mr. Freeze. Hey. No, no, Batman. But Batman, yeah. yeah who's who, no, who is, oh, who's Batman? I know. In that Bruce movie. Wayne. Bruce oh Wayne. my God. Uh, Michael Keaton. Oh, no, no, George no, no, Clooney. No, no. Batman and Robin. No, George Clooney. No, Batman and Robin. George Clooney. George Clooney. Okay, yeah. George Clooney is my favorite villain from a horror movie. He's my favorite because that movie was fucking horrible. It, it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It hurts me deep inside. So he is my favorite horror villain <laughs> because such bad acting, bat card, all that shit. Bat card, card almost saved the film for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, like, okay, you know what? <laughs> just we're doing it. We're doing it. Like you know, yeah, I don't know how Uma Thurman looked at that script and went, "Yeah, I'm in." <laughs> I mean, all she had was puns. Yeah, it was just it was just bad because I guess Marlon Wayans was supposed to be in that movie too. Yeah, he and, had the outfit and everything. Yeah, and his brother pulled him out of it. Oh wow! Like the didn't. last minute. That's like being pulled out of a house fire. You know what I mean? Like you owe that dude. They saved like, him. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, tears in your eyes, tanking him. Yeah, and then Matt Damon got it, so. Oh, and then we, when you look at the whole entire film in oh, itself. Not Matt Damon, what's his name? Chris no. Yeah, Matt Damon was the second person they, they, they tried to force. Yeah, yeah. said no. And he said no. He said no. And, and then it was George Clooney. And then, and then, no, not George Clooney, it was the Robin character. Was oh, the Robin character. Chris O'Donnell, uh, yeah, who had done it forever. So yeah. he mm. reprised the role and had Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl and Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl. Yeah, I mean it, was, it had a who's who of its time. It had Schwarzenegger, it had Clooney, it had Silverstone. Uh, my God, how did it get so? Bad? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to allow it. Honestly, I'm going to allow it because horror is supposed to be horror funny. No, it's it's is my fat friend was calling me, so it just it went straight through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to let that. Play the music in the background. <laughs> I'm gonna allow it. I'm gonna allow it. What do you you been? This, this be for your show. Hey, you fat ass. Yeah, yeah. I'm recording. Oh hey, how's it going? You're on the of the party I'll talk to you later. Oh, you guys, Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? Wait, what? 
Okay, so just to give you guys background for your show, uh, that dude was on a show with me called uh, Bass and Chunk, and we did an episode where we did something dumb and we called, we kept calling him a virgin. Mm. And he's not a virgin, but he, you know, took the bait. So I had him call ex girlfriends to tell us on live on air that they had sex with him. Oh, <laughs> this really happened. Yeah, yeah, it really Lynch. happened. Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> and the two girls did not want to say they had sex with him. And then the last girl was the last girl was just like, "Yeah, we had sex when I was, uh, you know, sixteen, and you were 18. And I was like, "Oh, oh no!" no. I was like, "Yeah, no, no. you're oh, going man, to jail." Before, before we got to that, I would have been like, "You know what, guys? Yeah, virgin. <laughs> what can I say?" Like, <laughs> he, he, he didn't want to do it. Vagina? Am I saying that correctly? Uh, <laughs> vagina? I don't know. Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Eli. What's who's your favorite? Uh, like horror, horror villain? villain? Yeah. Um, the one that scared the shit of me the most was Chucky, actually. Yeah, because they're the same height. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has the reaching punches on him. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It was like okay, when I was a uh, a little kid, I hope like what, what they call it, paranormal activity. Yeah. I grew up with that bullshit. So when people think, oh, dude, that's just Hollywood, no, nah, it's nonsense. For me, that's real life. Yeah. Uh, for, and this is a true story. So my sister had like these collectible dolls, like the ones that are like Miss American girls. So like when they stand up, they have a smile. And then when you when you lay them down, they close their mouth and their eyes. It was just like those creepy ass dolls. And she had a shelf in the corner in the house and she had them all stacked up. Oh, so there's one night, my brother and I were like, maybe, I don't know, I'm like eight. My brother is six. Uh, we're playing in, uh, uh, in the house that's like uh, an apartment that has two stories. And we're two playing days. downstairs. Yeah, and then, uh, my, 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 my sister and I'm sorry, my brother and I are downstairs. We're playing a game, and then that doll, one of them, was at the like bed of the stairs. We're oh, like, no. what the fuck? We thought my sister was pulling a prank, so we get the doll, we put it back, and we and April's my sister's in the shower. I was like, ha ha, very funny, April, and we put it away. We go back downstairs, and we're playing. And my dad says, hey, you guys need to go to bed. So we turn off all the lights, and the doll is at the bed of the oh, stairs man. again. Fuck that. So, we're pale as fuck. So we're like, fuck this shit. So I ended up grabbing the doll again, put it back again, and we knocked out, and the and the doll was right in front of our bed, like right there looking at us, standing up. We're like, what the fuck? So this is just one of many of like paranormal activities that we've dealt with. That's why when I saw the doll Chucky in the film chasing somebody with a fucking knife, I was like, oh yeah, no, no, thank you. Uh, no, yeah. He's gonna give you his I just drop kick him spiel because this is what he does and yeah. Chucky gets called. But I didn't I say would like the photo Chucky. Uh, I, I was just saying, <laughs> every time. Well here's the thing, like I remember when my grandmother died, we got this statue of the Virgin Mary and my mother bought it in the garage. And it was the I remember like I used to have to go out and like, you know, turn off the lights and close the doors and it would always just be facing you. And you would just I used to like have to and I'm I'm like six seventeen. And I had to just run out and shut the door. It's just a piece it's of ceramic and surf shit. I don't care. It scared the shit out of me, man. Sometimes I you got to cut that too, Benny. I was like, that's a, I don't know if that's your height. I don't know if that's your height. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not even that tall. You're a, but you're you're a goddamn a, giant. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go left field for mine because you guys went left field for yours. When I was a kid, my, 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 parent, my dad was a screw. He used to work in the prison. He was a prison mm-hmm. officer. And, uh, he used to, there was a prison officer's club, it was a bar that he used to go and drink it. And he used to shove us all into a side room and give us like 
you know, some crisps and stuff from and, and, them just, and leave a film on. And with the film, the true on is rolled out with the witches. Mm. And it was, oh, all these women descended on a place. They all eat children, but they're like teachers, nurses, you know, like people who interact with children. And then the main one takes off her mask, who's played by, what's the name, uh, Morticia Adams? Uh, Angelica Houston. Angelica Houston. And she pulls off her face and she's, you know, huge nose, grotesque. Kind of, and that fucking scared the fuck out of me in a way that horror has never done since. So if we're talking about something that scared the fuck out of me, this PG-13 film, I was just left in a room and they threw it on and I was like, bad move, yeah. man. bad fucking move. <laughs> was it hard to wank to it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a tough wank. No, yeah, it was like... a tough wank. I get the orgasm. <laughs> but I'm not a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't quit it, I spit. Yeah. I think I think this, yeah. this question has kind of devolved into for Beige it was disgust. Yeah. For Eli it was genuine fear. For me it was fear. Yeah. Where are you going? But like when I was a kid, the thing that scared me the most, I seen a lot of horror movies probably before I was supposed to, you know. Like my grew up my late brother William, he had a massive VHS collection. So he showed us a lot of horror movies when we were like 10, 11, 12 growing up. But the, the thing that scared the shit out of me the most was huge tombs from the X-Files, the shapeshifter. Oh yeah. Because when we, yeah, yeah, and he's like, he's like these yellow eyes and he used to like get down people's chimneys and shit. Eat their livers. Yeah, exactly, yeah, eat their livers and shit. Like, so when I was a kid and we, we had this jacks and um, our toilet um, didn't have a curtain. It had fog glass window. You know, where it's just like, it's literally stained glass Cross window. Glass, so, yeah, yeah, so you can't actually see through it or, um, or see in or out through it. And like when you're going to the jacks, it was right in front of the toilet. You're going to the jacks, you're staring out and it's just black. And when he's a kid, like it's like he's pure darkness, and then you're just staring out, and he's always imagining Eugene Toons' his yellow eyes appearing. Yeah, and he used to scare the fucking shit yeah. out of me because he could get you anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, like even when I was younger, like no offense, either, but Chucky, I'm like, I kicked the fuck out Chucky like nine times out of ten, I'm beating that doll in the fight. Like nine times out of ten, even if he's wielding a weapon, he weighs about four pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you manage a way to talk shit that's while you're true. talking about how scared you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I do. It's what I do. It's what I do. It's deflection. Yeah, yeah. My therapist says deflection or whatever. Right? Oh, boy, oh. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, no, he used to scare the shit on me because it's uh, for me when I was a kid. It's like because I came from a big family, they always had safety in number. So if you're at home, you never felt too afraid. But as soon as I seen Eugene Toomes, he's a motherfucker that can come into a chimney, come into an air vent, he can come into yeah. anything that he needs to get you. And he scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. It's just like, like was it two episodes of, of Two or three, honey, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like a tiny arc at X-Files. Yeah. I remember that was a kid I've never seen X-Files. Wow. I've never seen X-Files. Watch it all back I've there recently. Gets really weak after the... So his return of the critic just critiquing the shit you haven't seen. He's like, we'll do that. Like, <laughs> Good thing about it is like everyone of us have a different like genre where we really we really like. So like Eddie will he loves uh sports movies. Sports movies and like like rom coms. That's what he yeah, loves. That's true. So yeah. if it's action movies or like comedies, that's me. Um Eli likes like Japanese shit because I like everything. He has an Asian For the record, fetish. I'm like, I, 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 uh, like... Yeah. <laughs> Hey. I love Japanese shit, and I also have an Asian face. Don't knock it until you try it, bro. Hey, you never know where they'll be tickling you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll it's in your butthole. <laughs> but yeah, so like we review stuff, it's just more of a point of like X Files. I think Milhouse brought that up last time. Yeah, we were talking Milhouse, about X Files and shit, and I was just like, I've never seen it. There's a lot of shit that like Eddie just saw uh, Boys in the Hood. Like a week ago or two oh, weeks ago, wow. 
Yeah, yeah. right? And that's just something we thought, like, everyone's seen. Everyone's seen Bunch of mm. Jesus, yeah. Dude, they saw a fucking movie. Yeah, I know, they only got three channels. Goddamn. Yeah, we only had three channels. Goddamn. And that was the thing, like, when you were growing up, like, it was like a midweek movie or some shit, like, you know, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it would be commercial break. Yeah. Man, like, when I was growing up, I literally, right, uh, before I got the internet, when I was growing up, I thought all the movies I'd watched growing up were from the 90s. Like, I swear to God, right? And then I started going online, I started streaming, downloading stuff. And it always have the, the year of the movie. And I'm like, 1986? Fuck you, RT! I thought, I thought, like, I thought 101 Dalmatians was a modern cartoon. And then I went and downloaded it legally, of course. Yeah. And I went and downloaded it and it was like, yeah. And I was like, 1967 or something. I'm like, what? I think my childhood's alive. Pinocchio's yeah. from the 40s. Have you guys seen the horror, like the, the actual things uh, behind, like Pinocchio and like, yeah, Snow White yeah. and... Like the horn that dude, like, oh yeah, that's just even crazy. like Cinderella. I think like, like she, they were, she puts off her heels to get into the glass slipper or some shit like that. There's yeah, yeah, yeah there's some real dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it, real it, dark it, shit. So Disney converted the stories, the Brothers Grimm, that storybook. That's it. it was, yeah, it was, it was meant to be like as a way to kind of scare kids into doing the right thing. Yeah. Disney said, "Hey, we can't have this for our children," and he created those stories, which was. Pocahontas, and then uh, sorry, no, uh, was it? Pocahontas was super. Pocahontas wasn't in there. Sorry, Pocahontas was super fucked up. The actual Pocahontas was like fucking sold to John Smith. Like it wasn't like she was a peace offering. Like here, have this brown booty. There you go. Yeah, Americans mistreating Native Americans. I'm not sure I buy it. Oh, we we fuck everybody. Doesn't matter who you are. It was two days ago. Yeah, big fuck small. But like, That's how it works. But I haven't seen things in New York, no? I mean, they got... <laughs> Man, I actually put that only on my fucking um, playlist on Amazon there, like, yesterday. I haven't seen that movie in years. You guys got have, have Amazon? Yes, I have. Yeah, Amazon. this fucking guy. I swear to God. We just don't have HBO Max and Hulu, you fucking motherfucker. Uh, I mean, HBO <laughs> Max is pretty awesome. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I just download the shit out of that legally, 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 allegedly. <laughs> legally. <laughs> legally. <laughs> but, uh, Throw another question at me. Right, not so, such a softball. All right, so buddy, right? Like, you know which one you think is your favorite, like for different reasons, why you, why you prefer them or why you pick them. But like, when you look at horror in general, like I always say to know the four OGs of horror: Freddy Krueger, Leatherface, Michael Myers, and Jason Voorhees. They're the four OG serial killers in the more modernistic sense, because I know like in the back of the day, people throw at me the universal characters or the universal creatures like Wolfman, the Mummy and Count Dracula. They're kind of the OGs from back in the day. But like outside of the OGs of horror, like the main four, who do you think like of all the kind of newer kind of villains? Like like, Chucky would be kind of in there because he's like late 80s, early 90s. You have Ghostface that are kind of like uh, the more modernistic villains that we've gotten outside of the kind of classics who do you think any of them kind of jump out for you who's your favorite or the one that you think kind of maybe deserves more of a franchise or the one that you enjoy the most from a franchise Go ahead, Eli. well i think everybody has a franchise was hannibal mm, i mean that's really that cool. was actually i thought was beautiful because 
just his character in the films, uh, Anthony Hopkins, he did such a great job. Like, Amazing. he was creepy. And every single time that he was in the film, like, well, I forgot the girl's name that was uh, Claire. Yeah, Clarice. Clarice. She said that <laughs> in that entire time that they were, like, filming, she was freaked out. It made yeah. her, like, she was cringing. They never hung out. They never really spoke to each other. Like, mm. They only spoke to each other recently about it. Yeah. And he, and he, and, and what he would do intentionally, he would try to freak her out with, like, certain lines. And then when the whole hissing scene, the. A little weird thing that he does like she was like scared shitless so overall i think that series they have a tv series and i think that was good Matt uh, Mickelson. Uh, yeah no i like the tv series who do you prefer um eli Matt Mickelson? for uh to, there's three people that have portrayed hand of electron screen in mm-hmm. uh, uh brain or sorry michael mann directed um manhunter back in the 80s starring will peterson and brian cox and hannibal lecter and then in the uh-huh. 90s, then we had, was it Jan the Bond, I think, might have directed the, I was going back and say, but I think he directed the uh, Silence of the Lambs. And we That's had uh, Anthony Hopkins playing Hannibal Lecter. And then we had uh, Brian Fuller's new show, the newer, more recent one. We had Mads Mikkelsen and Hugh Dancy. And out of the three actors that portrayed Hannibal Lecter over the years, who do you think did the best? Brian Cox, the man on the drive? Um, no, he played the two fairy, Francis yeah. Dollarhide. Um, uh, you have uh, Brian Cox in the Manhunters, Hannibal Lecter, or Anthony Hopkins in Signs of Lambs, and also Hannibal, or Matthew Mickelson in the Hannibal Netflix, or sorry, not Netflix, but it was on Netflix, but the TV series Hannibal. Who do you think of all those three did the best of Hannibal Lecter? See, the hardest part is because I, they're each different versions of mm. Hannibal, right? Yeah. yeah. So the reason why I, I, I love Hopkins is because he's already at that point of like, this is who I am, I'm okay with it. And I'm gonna be who I am. And like one of the favorite scenes I liked is when the entire like his uh um I guess sorority or whatever, like that group when they had dinner, he's yeah. seen them flesh. And you just yeah. see him like his eyes are just like enjoying the fact that you're yeah. eating human flesh. Yeah. So that to me was like that's perfect. But you're at the same dragon. time, Nicholson, well uh what was uh the from the series, right? Matt Matt Nicholson. Yes. So I liked him in the series because you see him kind of teeter-tottering like he goes from back and forth and you see him kind of develop the fact that when he becomes like older that's who he is or he's fighting it with himself yeah so i like that a lot because you see him go through that transition yeah. so it's between those two because at the end uh, uh anthony hopkins already knows who he is he's about it i don't care this is who i'm gonna be i love flesh yeah but then in the series he's going through that teeter-tottering like i don't want to do this is not right but this feels so good and he goes back and forth in the series so it's between more, those two more conflict because later on yeah. he, as you said Anthony Hopkins has come to terms with I am a predator These humans are my prey whereas Mads Mikkelsen's like I'm still trying to hold on to the, the other parts of the humanity that remain yeah. and at the right. same time he's given in to this psychopathy that he's suffering from which leads to cannibalism mm-hmm. or whatever yeah so I, that is a good point because Anthony Hopkins is kind of like fourth year like you know, if yep. you want, you know, I mean, he's kind of like uh, Hannibal Year One or something, you know, that kind yeah. of. Uh, that's why, yeah, I like. That's the kind of processing in my head. Like, yeah. it, it's like at the end game, kind of like it's kind of like what we were talking about comic books, right? It's like uh, Under the Red Hood. You yeah. you hear that like where the so many stories of the Joker, but at the end, the result, what the Joker is, yeah, it's just chaos. That's yeah. it. So, so I just want to watch the world burn. I fucking love that lady. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, for me, it would be it's more of a toss up, and it's going by like, I guess, world view of it, like Jigsaw, I guess. Mm. Be good, but for me, scary, yeah. So the scariest one would be like Xenomorphs. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like just being able to get inside somebody and like put that larva or do whatever you don't know that it's inside them, and I think yeah. they've killed or 
in the backstory of it, like killing the most people yeah. or killing the most like that. Jigsaw is more of like a controlled like group of people that get killed and stuff like that. So I think purpose, even if it's yeah, fucked it's up, purpose. there's a sense of yeah, purpose. It's, it, it, it's a fucked up purpose. But if you're going by like just like drumming out shitty stuff, I think the person who belongs in like the new Rushmore of like, you know, poor villain baddies or whatever would mm. be Jigsaw. Do you mean? Do you, when you say Jigsaw, the only difference between Jigsaw and a lot of other like villains that's a lot of actually actors or different characters have taken on the mantle yeah. of Jigsaw. Yeah, but Do you think it's, it's the mantle itself? Yeah, it's the mantle. I yeah. think it's 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 the icon of what that is. Yeah, and even if one other person picks up the mantle, that's what's killing you. Jigsaw is yeah. what's killing you. Yeah, it's not like this guy or this guy or this guy. They're all in a in the same straight line of doing like like fucked up shit. Mm. Kind of like yeah, the way, like, if, if Bruce Wayne's not Batman, even if it's Terry McGinnis, it's still Batman. Yeah, it's still Batman. It's still yeah, Batman. it's still Batman. Yeah. You're still afraid of that that light hitting the sky. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, you know, uh, McGinnis, if it's Bruce Wayne, if it's Damian Wayne, doesn't matter who it is. As long as that Jake thing gets in, in the sky, you're like, you know, that, that you're fucked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think a special uh, mention for me would probably be Final Destination because that, especially that first one, it was just the concept of it being your time. Yeah. And you somehow escaping that moment. And yeah. then it doesn't matter that the course of nature needs to correct itself. That shit's scary. Because yeah. it's not, yeah, it's I not like. I won't drive behind wood trucks. I won't drive behind like. Yeah. Especially when you're carrying trees. Yeah. You're just waiting for it to fall. I, I, yeah. I, it's one, exactly. The opening of two is one of the best yeah. scenes I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. In a movie okay. in general. I'm not just talking about <laughs> I'm just talking <laughs> the most entertaining, fucked up, crazy. Did you ever see that meme where it's like everybody on the left? Had side of the road and seen Final Destination 2. And it's just like a long truck and it's like an empty road behind him and it's like a car down on the other side of the road. Like, fucking brilliant. Yeah, that's just hey, crazy. True story. My younger brother, because we watched the whole series, he still to this day hates riding roller coasters. He will not go to the amusement park. He will not ride on one. He'll say, You want to go die? You go do that shit by yourself. Yeah. So even though I watched that film, even though it freaks me out, I still go on roller coasters. But as scary. far as like, Huh? Roller coasters are scary. I've never actually been on one. I was on the one in Puerto Ventura. It's the second biggest in the world, I think. I mean, yeah. They don't, America they don't have. Oh, that's right. right. They don't have amusement parks out there. We actually don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. We have Halo Park. That's it. That's it. No, we have nothing like one. Yeah. Yeah. They, they climb rocks. They climb rocks. And go into battles and drink, you know, fucking yeah. Guinness. That's all they do. Stylies of mead. That's Scottish. <laughs> I've already been told that like four or five times by Benny. Jesus. That's Scottish, you bastard. Yeah, you're like Haggis is Haggis. But <laughs> <laughs> like that's a t shirt. That's a fucking t shirt. Haggis hey, is Haggis. That is a t shirt. Haggis yeah. is Haggis. Yeah. Yeah. You have the stomach for it. Yeah. Right at the bottom of it. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Gold right yeah. there. <laughs> on air, motherfucker. <laughs> oh shit. Like, ladies and gentlemen, this has been copyrighted. Do not take my shit. Yeah, <laughs> don't touch my fucking shit. They can't. <laughs> it exists right now. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> But uh yeah, so same thing. So whenever you see like in the when we're on the freeway or like the you know on the streets and I see those big ass trucks with the wood, I'm like, nope, swerve, get the fuck out the way. Same thing with Bajor say. I'll really cause care. an accident just to get out the way. <laughs> I'll end up killing somebody else so that I don't die. Yeah. Yeah. I like to survive. <laughs> 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 you ever heard the concept the Noxivo effect? 
that's like where, like, let's just say a gypsy that puts a curse on you and says, oh, you're going to die alone and in squalor. And then you become so mm. depressed that you end up dying alone and in squalor. Yeah, and she had no actual power. It's just you put it in your head. Like, you try to yeah. avoid the final destination scenario, so you drive like a fucking lunatic and end up dying in the yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's the self-fulfilling prophecy, yeah. and that's it's fucking yeah. scary. I mean, the final destination, the first one, came out in, like, 2000 and I was a teenager. And I, I wouldn't say it scared me, scared me the way things, a few things did when I was a bit too young to see them. But I mean, just to walk around with the concept of like, what if that is a real thing that you absolutely have to die at a certain time? Like just, just the the the, the, death, the final destination. It's in the title. Um, that that was a fucking great film, and I wasn't surprised they stretched it as far as they could. But got five. Yeah. I think they did what five, five films. Oh yeah. yeah. Which is not too bad for a horror franchise. No, and the, the last so one was a bit clever. It, it, it wasn't like a great film, but it was it was a clever. It, it was mm. a, they actually approached it. They didn't just. I know, they approach it a different way. I don't want to give anything away. For me, I think, like, outside of the the main OTs or or the ghost face or the Chucky, you know, the kind of, like, the A and B, the ones that are talked about a lot as in terms of a villain, it's something that it's hard to characterize as a villain in the same way. Final Destination doesn't have a villain. Yeah, yeah, for me, no, no, that I think is a good one because it's the omnipresence of death, like, and the fact that you're you're constantly, like, your your destiny is set and all you can do is cheat death for long, but you can never defeat death. Yeah, that's fucking terrifying. But for me, I think the thing, the creature from the thing yeah where like i love the whole uh, scenario when the, the doctor is trying to he's starting to uh, come to terms with the scenario that the, the situation that they're in he's starting to grow an understanding of the thing where it says that like the chance of it if it reaches the mainland population the chance of full assimilation is like 702 for 20 hours or something I mean, you have to give a base the opportunity to tell us he's never seen the thing <laughs> <laughs> The first one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I've seen it. Yeah. And the crazy thing was when I saw this movie, I was like, I was like 17 and 18. And I'm watching it. I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. And then with the and then when it's kind of and I wanna I don't really miss one that much, but at the end, like, doesn't it like you the thing never dies. Or it doesn't die. Or it gets into someone else. Right. It's, it can reproduce it's itself, I suppose. Yeah, it and as long as well, at least one of it's alive, it's all alive. It's it's just, yeah. yeah. So it freaked me the fuck out at the end. And I was just yeah. like, like I had Red a body horror like, as well, like good yeah. visceral horror. Yeah. I, I had a dude next to me that I didn't really know. And he had come in and sat down because we were in the common room. And he had come and sat down. I didn't know where the fuck it came from. I just kept staring at him like, are you? Are you one of them? <laughs> oh yeah. Like, where the fuck you come from? It's kind of like just, body snatchers, you know, invasion yeah. of the body snatchers. Anything that like any kind of replication. The Among Us. The Among Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the yeah. shit that really like fucking. I think like top level kind yeah. of horror. Like where it's like it's it, it can be anyone, and yet like it might not be anyone. Whereas your fear becomes the biggest enemy yeah. as the enemy itself. Your paranoia, where you're constantly off kilter. Not just because of the enemy, but because of what the enemy is doing to your mental abilities Absolutely. or your mental state, and that's the same with death. Like in Final Destination, you're saying it's like it's like it's nearly a faceless enemy. How can you combat an enemy that not even that you don't see, yeah. you don't even know it's there or where it is when it is there? You know that kind of thing. A pencil is just as dangerous as a car, yeah. as well. You know that's what's fun. But so like T one thousand and Terminator two was so effective. Mm. It was his it was his stepmother and it was his mother and it was it took on the forms of a few different cops again. Faces. What's your dog's name though? What? What's your dog's name? Yeah, uh, w- 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 Wolfie. 
Oh no, Max, what's the problem with Wolfie? I can hear him barking. I've heard I've seen you. He'll the pounds of bed. I can't stand I can't stand the Terminator movies. I can't stand Conan. You just don't like Schwarzenegger, it sounds. I don't. Yeah, like, <laughs> when, he gets, when he gets on screen, it makes my balls itch. It just. Uh, it, do you so think it's bad, like dude. you're so aroused by him that you feel like you need to hit him yeah. to hold on to your muscles? Nah, you're it's, like, <laughs> it's like they're they're redoing twins, and I'm just like, for the love of God, please mm. don't. Yeah, it's the Tracy Jordan in it, isn't it? Yeah, Tracy Jordan. Eddie Murphy was supposed to be in it originally. Oh really? Yeah, yeah that's Eddie what Murphy the script was for Eddie, uh, Eddie Murphy about 15, 20 years ago. Like that's how long, like they're like that's how bad Hollywood is. They're like, let's get into the dust pile, and they're just like fucking dusting all shit, and it is like we got one of these, we got two of these. Remakes, remakes, remakes is another yeah. villain from Hollywood. Yeah, remakes. Yeah, remakes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just fucking stuff up. The movie that thing you guys were talking about was with uh, Kurt Russell, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay, so one of the things about that film that I liked so much that actually Eric is the, um, shout out to Eric. He's actually a really good friend, the the guy that um, did the horror um, episode with us. So he, as I as he recommended to watch this film, one of the things I liked so much was like the animatronics. When you look at yeah. the gore, when you practical look at effects. like the practical effects, mm. were amazing. Oh, and incredible. one of the things that grossed me out that started to cringe mm. was when you see that face, like when it started to morph. Like, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like sideways. It was like the sideways face. Sideways. Yeah, yeah. It was up. yeah. And then when they jumped out and started crawling at you, yeah, that was like the grossest part that I saw. But it made the film what it was. But it the film was very forty. That film was made like that was produced forty years ago. It's it's forty, it's 40 years, anniversary of the release of the year. and we're yeah. going to do. But uh, at the same time, that is ageless. But even mm-hmm. like you know, I went back and watched the first Iron Man, and it's absolutely brilliant. But you can tell how far the CGI has come since then. You know, as great as it looks, you can tell over the practical effects when it's done well, it's timeless. Mm. It's just timeless. Like, like the the easiest comparison is the thing prequel against the thing from 1982. 2011 versus 80. 2011, one's 10 years old, the other one's 40 years old next year. And look at the difference in the two of them. Like, literally, like the thing about practical effects is you know it's there. You can appreciate the artistry and the craft that's gone into making that disgusting creature, that face is melting off to the side. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, if it's just bits and pixels, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck who made it. Like, you know what I mean? That's the thing. There's a scene in the thing where the doctor is doing an autopsy on one of the the, the things, Mm, and, uh, It, it's chest cavity opens up with teeth and it bites the doctor's hands off and he falls back yeah. bleeding out and they got they got a man who just was a double amputee mm. and they just hooked up all the, the, the blood and the pumps and everything that they needed and they just had like shot it from an angle where you couldn't see his face and just had him in the shot pulled back away and they just had pump blood pumping out from the fact that a guy who actually just didn't have arms that's what how, that's how practical these fuckers got they're like well how do we do this well we're just going to have to find a dude who is a double yeah. who is an amputee we just have to, and they went and did that. And you just have to appreciate the craft. Is in like, oh, here's yeah, the problem: definitely. what practical ways can we work around it? And I, I don't know, man. It's the purest in me, but fucking, um, I just really just dream of a white utopia. What were we talking about? <laughs> 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 Why is it? <laughs> 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 white utopia. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I wish I had been recording that for us. <laughs> that's fucking sweet. That's perfect. Uh, I'm gonna use uh, that on you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! So for for you, for so is it more of a point like when you watch a movie, are you disgusted by how it is now, 
I, I don't feel the love. I, I feel like I'm watching it. You know, I do. I do react to something that's not in the room with him. I feel like I can see it. I, I don't know. Like sometimes it looks great, but sometimes it just. It, it looks. I don't know. It, it just. I don't think we're there yet. Despite how great it is, I don't think we're there yet. I think the thing still looks better than stuff I'm seeing in the Avengers and stuff like stuff that's so yeah. so obscenely well done. Well, the practical is that. there. It's in the room. Yeah. It's a physical the thing that they can do. So you can't really. Hey, this is DC over here. Listen, this is DC over here. There's Marvel over there. I like everything. See, it's one good. of the problems with, with Marvel is there is no ramifications at all. Yeah. You know, what happens in the last one with, uh, um, with where Gre was it Iron Man dies? Yeah. That was the only thing. But Spider. even thing, at the end. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever seen it, you've hey. never seen it again. <laughs> someone's, someone's at home like, Iron Man dies? Fucking <laughs> 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 Americans. <laughs> I, I, I look at it. I, that's why I do like some of the DC stuff better because the aesthetics are better. Yeah. Like sometimes they will, like the NPC thing, they will go out and get somebody with a limp instead of having somebody come in and be like, it's like John Krasinski, or is it Krasinski? John Krasinski with the deaf, with the deaf um, actress. The deaf yeah. girl. He, yeah. he literally had to fight the studio to get to be able to get that girl on there yeah. and then made everybody on set learn sign language. So there, was an there was an authenticness to it that I really yeah, yeah. yes. From her, she was I mean, something like it's very it's scary as well. When you like the second Christmas, no, the second movie is uh, what's the name of that movie? It's Quiet so place. crappy, I can't remember. The, place. Uh, Quiet Place, Quiet Place. So, Quiet Place 2 to me, it was like, hey, let's let's the first movie was quiet, yeah. So, it was great because there was no jump scare, it was it was quiet, uncomfortable throughout, yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. So even in the theater, you were like, I don't want to talk. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's true. Wanna, you know, because like you're afraid for the people on there. The second movie was just like, all right, here comes a jump scare. Here yeah. comes a jump. Like we yeah. were pointing them out during the movie, like here comes a jump scare, and they it was like the music would stop, and then they do something. It's like, yeah. dude, come on, like, like it's like you got lazy. It got wanted to try to make more action packed. Well, well, it's just you know? that hey, you know the formula because you've seen the first one as well. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like the same. It's, that's why sequences are so tough to do, right? Because once you create that formula, that's so winning. It's, sometimes you, you're going to just go bigger. Yeah, you have to go bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, is there a good, like, horror movie that has a good sequel to it? Terminator 2, Friday the 13th. <laughs> Terminator uh, yeah, Friday the 13th, yeah. Because mm -hmm. Jason comes into the it. The second one, Scream. Uh, uh, actually, we were talking about Chucky. Child's Play 2 was fucking excellent. Yeah, Child's Play 2. Child's Play 3 is even decent. Yeah, Child's Play 2. Child's Play 2 is my favorite of them. Yeah. They exist. Um, they exist, and, and there's yeah. tons and tons and tons of examples. Conjuring Two oh. was good. Yeah, oh, dude, don't give me that shit. Because, well, you <laughs> Dude, they wouldn't watch the second movie with, with, with me. I was sitting there like, we watched the first movie and they were hugging pillows up against the wall, making sure nothing could come out of the window and shit. Uh -huh. So <laughs> they wouldn't watch the second movie. Like, I, I can't, I won't be able to get them to watch uh, Sinister or the Nun. Oh, it's, it's the first Sinister is amazing. Yeah, it's uh, Sinister. The first movie was done beautifully. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was terrifying. It was done beautifully. Yeah, that's one yeah. of the scariest modern yeah. horrors. I think that yeah, the actual, yeah. you know, the scene where he runs at the table and then she looks over and there's the demon thing just over the shoulder. Is that Sinister? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that actually got me. And I don't jump scary easily, yeah. but I have to say that because there was no the music didn't leave me there. The, the, even just the scene, the way yeah. it felt, I thought it was going to be a dialogue heavy scene, and then there's just that one moment where it's just over the shoulder I and I have to admit score. it got me and it got me good and I have to the I have score to. and sinister when they're doing the whole movie 
Yeah, it's fucking amazing. All the whole movies? Like, yeah, oh, dude, that was incredible. As well. Have you yeah. found since you started critiquing films yourselves that you take in the score more? Usually the score just it gives you the feel, but you never you don't find yourself thinking about. It. At least I didn't. Yeah. But now that I kind well, of take films a bit, I find myself kind of. Like, wow, that's beautiful. That's really laying that groundwork. Like, I know, I just find myself paying attention. I used to write articles and all that. I say this on like every show. Yeah. You write it in there somewhere. Yeah. But, um, you go think about, uh, do you guys have Netflix? Netflix? Why have you been telling him, Paige? Why have you been telling him? I'm just saying. I just figured you guys, like, kick Blarney Stones down the fucking street and go. Shamrocks. Both things yeah. to be true. Both things to be true. Dude, am I being discriminated against you? <laughs> well, I'm asking because I don't know if you guys ever seen the film uh, Bird Box. I want to hear what you guys have thought about that. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a bit of a... We got into the sensory deprivation harvest. Yeah. There was like Don't Breed. There was uh, Don't Breed. One and two. Um, there was Quiet Place. And there was all that. But I, I love the Bird Box. I love, the, I love when films don't over-explain shit to you. I don't know what they were seeing, yeah. and I don't need to know. And that, and sometimes that's better. It yeah, just yeah. works. I love that about Bird Box. I don't I want could, to... I hate Sarah Paulson though. So happy she got killed to start that movie. I'm like, oh, she was, the, was she the sister? <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm like, oh, she's gonna play six fucking parts. Yeah. Like, I'm so sick of hearing Sarah Paulson <clears throat> cry. Yeah, it's American Horror Story and stuff. She ends up crying a lot. Yeah, all uh, the time. She has tears in her eyes all the time. Oh, she got to You're a millionaire. What have you got to be upset about? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, I, I really enjoy Bird Box. You have 14 paychecks every time you bring a horse disgusting. of rich people coming out right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but am unhappy rich people. <laughs> like, what have you got to be unhappy about? It's like, money doesn't buy you happiness because you don't know how to spend it right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> On our episode... I was like, yes, and like, like, was it Millhouse and Eddie were like, no, yeah, that money can't buy you happiness, and I was just like, well, you're not spending it right. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I would have more happiness if I had no money troubles. I'm pretty fucking certain. Yeah, exactly. Because most you know? of your stress oh, yeah. comes from money problems. Yeah. Like, ask one of those questions. No, nah. okay. it's not an episode yet. Okay. <laughs> So, right, look, we went over who your favorite horror character is, and we went over who you think, like, is kind of the mainstay outside of the big ones. But, like, oh. before we go to the break, I want to ask you one thing. When you look at a horror villain, what do you think is the most important thing and stands out? Body count? It's method of killing? Or if it's, like, in terms of how the director uses, like, the said villain, like, Freddy is, like, very jovial when he kills. Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers are silent hunters, you know, silent killers. Ghostface is kind of more like he likes to play with. He's kind of very Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. So, like, what do you think stands out for you, like, in terms of um, what makes a villain? What do you look for? Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Because, like, I mean, it was rambling like a motherfucker there, wasn't it? I got you. It's the villain's, like, actual purpose. Yeah, it's John John Kramer. It does tie in. Yeah, if you're just killing just to kill, then there's no purpose for me. It's just like, I'm just watching, you know, Rambo. Yeah, mm. yeah. Rambo just kills, like, he has no real purpose. He just kills. Oh, yeah. man, his purpose is he kills minorities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's crazy. Yeah. 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 Like, every movie is like a different Asian. Yeah. Yeah. It's like every yeah. time yeah. Rambo goes to Asia, the population drops by like hundreds of thousands yeah. of people. Like. Right? <laughs> 
<laughs> so for me, it's like purpose. So like Jigsaw had a purpose. Uh, even Candyman has a pur- purpose. Yeah, you can understand his motivations. Yeah. yeah. There is understanding without having to agree. Like there is, it's fucked up, but it's there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my point. For me, it's purpose. I don't want some like Freddy had purpose of killing people, but then after that, he started turning into a punny fucking joke. Yeah. So just enjoy, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Chucky maybe the same. What would you be like? So I would say for me, it would be two things. It would be the direction of like the director using the right direction of the film, and also the type, the way that they're killed. Because you know, some of the kills that you'll see like freaks you out. Some of them are just like eh, or like when you look at Saw, a lot of it's very gory. Sometimes yeah. it's like too much gore, and it's not necessarily as scary. Like the first Saw really freaked me out for me yeah. just because if you think about it you know somebody gets fucked up an adulterer or a cheater or uh, and, uh someone who's embezzled stop embezzled. while you're embezzling adultery then jesus you can say these are like normal people whatever mm-hmm. right and then they get caught up like oh guess what you're fucked it's like it's yeah. it's like waking you know, up in the bathtub like, isn't it it's like the old school waking up in the bathtub yeah. without your kidney or some shit you know what i mean yeah that's what's all it's kind of like that to the nth degree where it's like you wake up in your reverse bear trap yeah. you know that kind of way like but it's a world where, con- where there was consequences and quite often there yeah, yeah. I did like that. it makes it more that's what makes it more scary is that there are consequences or there is a different way for you to going out right and yeah. if the director knows what they're doing and they know how to use the cast and they know how to use the the um the actors and just the props and everything that makes the film so much better but if you don't have a if you have a shitty director but you have great kills i don't feel like it really complements the film like you like major's just saying all you're seeing is just somebody just kill and that's it yeah yeah no i agree with your body count for me wouldn't be very important mm. at all it would be you could have a film of one kill and it could just build up to it for the entire thing yeah. and it could be fantastic like it follows like, yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, sure, we'll go to the break. What about you, you motherfucker? What about me? I don't actually disagree. I don't I, I agree. I think the film, I love the film. I think horror film needs to be uncomfortable. Like, I think a jump scare, I, I enjoy them, but sometimes it's a cheap house. Yeah. So, I, again, it doesn't need to be a scene where people are getting torn apart. I think it needs, like, first off, build up a character and then have them die because that will mess with you. Yeah. But if you have yeah. something like, again, some of the final destinations got a bit goofy. Like the second or yeah. third one, they probably killed 20 odd people or something yeah. like that. So there was yeah. not there was not enough in 90 minutes to make then any be give a shit man. about any of them. Like the conjuring, what Beja was saying earlier. So the scene that got me and my brother my brother and I like really freaked out was, was the clapping. Was the clapping. Yeah. So what happens? They're going oh, into the house, they're playing a game. Yep. Yeah, yeah, something off. super subtle. Something so subtle. subtle. Mm. And then what made it what made it worse is that Beige has like this really great sound bar that is surround sound like the entire room. So I heard the clap literally right in my ear. Oh. And all you heard That's me say so is like, good. oh shit. And I'm scared. Yeah. And like, so yeah. that is a type of scary because like we were saying, right? Even though we knew that it was coming, the way that it was directed, the way that it was filmed was done very well. It yeah. was, yeah. It, it, it was very smooth. It was very like the transition of the scare was yeah. so well planned out that I didn't see it coming. It was and so innocent. It, you know what I mean? Like, it was a case of, like, Marco Polo kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hide and go clap. Yeah. Hide and go clap. Is that what it's called? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, you're yeah. absolutely right. And nobody died in that scene. No, it, it was actually, there wasn't even any violence yeah. or any description yeah. in that scene, you know? The thing is, as well, like, I think a lot with horror, like, if you look like a pinhead, 
I find it very hard to put myself in uh, the boots of, what's the girl's name in um, Hellraiser? Casey or Cassidy. Um, but I find it very hard to put myself in what would be imagined to find like a Leviathan box or whatever and um, the whole configuration that's very uh, kind of unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. But it's very easy for me to put myself in a situation like Eli you mentioned where I'm interested in a spooky fucking house. Yeah. And then it's like someone comes up behind me and claps my fucking ear and I turn around there's nobody there. Yeah, no. That would, like I can put myself in that headspace way quicker. Like even yeah, like sinister. Yeah, that gives you goosebumps. Yeah, they like, can actually do that. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like imagine being in sinister where you move into a house that you know a murder just occurred there and you find all these home videos. Like that shit to me is way more terrifying than like guys coming from like Cenobites coming over or shit like that because it's just like something that's really, really, really easy to come across and it's happened to 101 people yeah. where they found old videotapes or old recordings or shit like that. So like I think a lot of like horror can be, I think, or I mean, I think like a lot of horror can be successful when it keeps the scares very relatable to everyday life. Like uh, yeah. Michael Myers, it's like anybody could be Michael Myers. Anyone could just lose it and go and start hunting down young girls just simply because they came across them you know and to me like like when horror is very can be very successful when it gets like really everyday kind of moments and then just adds that kind of layer of unsettling to it or some sort of like as i said like a spooky house like you know what i mean yeah. or old videotape because like how many times have you found like an old videotape or some shit you could pop it in and like to see something like a birthday or porn birthday or porn <laughs> birthday or porn <laughs> <laughs> you keep bringing up a film like uh th- what you're talking about to me what brings to my mind is like the blair witch project yeah exactly like, that film started all that like uh, paranormal activity. Unpublished, dog shit. That dog. movie was horrible, horrible. But it did so well because of what you're saying. It looked like a homemade video. Yeah. And like we're uh, one thing that I got a chance to look into. So fun fact: this film, uh, what they did is that they ended up like dropping food boxes for like the cast, and they ended up fighting for food. That's why you see them like almost desperate towards the end of the film. <laughs> so that was real. So oh, that wow. was a whole bunch of realism. If, but as far as like the whole film in itself, yeah. like. It's freaky because it looks like a homemade video. Exactly. But when, as far as like, you know, you guys who are horror and this guy who likes horror films as well, he was like, this dog shit. But yeah. it's because- I love Blair Witch. It, it, it ended up- st- ended up Of course you do. Of course you love Blair Witch. You live in the fucking uh, woods. Why yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like, it's like, if you can make the uh, very unreal seem incredibly real, I think you that's, don't, that's a storyteller. You yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and that's what Blair Witch did. It made like, like, like you know that there's no witch out there, but there could be very possibly an insane person that thinks they're a fucking witch that's killing what a. See, that's what they should have done. You know what I that's mean? That's what they should have done. Mm. You should have had somebody like, you should have had somebody like running around that was like batshit crazy or whatever. Yeah. From the beginning of the movie, and that's the person that was fucking with them. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, like, give it some realism to it that makes you feel like it, like draws you in, like you said, sinister. Yeah. You can go to somebody's old house where shit happened and be in the basement and you see old movies sitting there. Yeah. And you're just like, it could have death and shit on it. Yeah. And or could it you could imagine something weird on it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and when the movies play out and you see the kid are the ones that are doing the killings and shit like Exactly. You know it's what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's oh, sweet family. Yeah, look at yeah. that sweet family and that sweet kid. And you're like, oh, no, it's not sweet no more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. You know yeah. I mean? No, you're right. It's like, that's why old people and kids, when they go evil, are more scary now. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
But that's why dolls and shit work for me as well. If yeah. You, anything that's from yeah. the least likely source. Like fucking old horsemen dolls. You know why people buy them? It's yeah. terrifying. <laughs> like, Some fucking dude mean? built like fucking Jason Boris. Yeah, he'd be like intimidated. He's yeah. fucking used. But no, yeah. Yeah, no, my my um uh, father gave my uh, kid a porcelain doll. And when I brought it over to her, she was like, Daddy, take that away from me. That is terrifying. <laughs> why are you just, just staring at me like that? All of the dolls. <laughs> all right, I mean, I love it. Are you going to take a break? Yeah, yeah fuck it. We go to the uh, break. We'll come back. Good. All right, so yeah. folks, this is Invasion of Potty Snatchers. We're here with ROC, and we'll see you after the break. Now, a word from our sponsors. Back in the break, this is Invasion of Potty Snatchers. We're still here at ROC. And before we went to the break, we were talking about our favorite uh, horror movie villains and what we thought made a legendary or classic horror movie villain or whatever the fuck. And uh, it's hard to come back from that break, a lot of revelations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bad shit. It's a horror. It's a horror yeah. movie. <laughs> the director's cut in this episode is going to be fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, but I have a horror story having to do something that wasn't like an, it was like proving something wrong. So when I was once on duty, um, we went to a house and some lady said that somebody was in her attic and she thought it was ghosts or whatever. And she was been scared for weeks and weeks and she didn't know what was going on. So we were like, all right, cool. We'll go up and check. She was on like a three, she had a three, three story house. So we went up to the very top and I was just like, we don't see anything. But then we kept hearing like, we're like, we hear anything else, you know, record it and let us know. So, she calls us back. We go back out there and she sh- hears this audio and it's like clanging. And like you hear like weird noises and shit. So like me, I don't really believe in like the type of shit that Eli believes in, like ghosts and fucking ghouls and where the f- dolls Yeah, but that's shit. ingrained in your society. And I'm not even taking the shit of piss out of Eli though. Like you, well, yeah, from, people you know what I mean yeah. though? Like that is yeah. ingrained. Same as us. Yeah. 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 So like I'm sitting there and we're like, all right, we know we'll take another look up there. And then we go up there and we start hearing like scratching and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? And my partner with me, he's like, a, he's a, he's, he's a little bitch. He's like getting scared and shit by everything. Some moves, he's like fucking jolting. <laughs> like to protect his arm. And that's just yeah. scary. Yeah. <laughs> he has his hand literally on his, you know, I'm just like, dude, take it off. You know, it's, it's, it's fine. So then we start running and we go up the top step to look in the attic and I don't see anything. And then he looks and shines his light over and there's something's moving like back and forth. So the dude or yeah, it was, ended up being a dude dropped down from the wood planks onto the fucking thing, butt ass naked. It was a fucking guy. It was her ex-boyfriend that she had kicked out like like four or five months ago. And he had been oh living up at the top. What? So the scratching and the bang was him moving oh around adjusting himself and shit so i guess he was watching her when she'd shower he was watching her when she'd sleep and all oh. kinds of other shit so when he's naked he like elbows uh my partner and he falls down like a little bitch and then he <laughs> runs at me and i grab him but i don't know i think there's a window behind me but she had put in like for some reason she had put in wallpaper over the window so he runs into me <laughs> window. That's how I went through a second story window and hit the like hit the, hit the ground. That dude landed on the um, on the on the concrete steps on the side. Yeah. So he had like, busted his knee and he was butt ass nigga too. And then when I got up, I tased him. 
<laughs> but I had to fall out of the fucking window. So it was kind of like, it was kind of horrible because at, at a certain time when I heard, started hearing the scratching and the moving, I kind of thought in my head, like, oh shit, is. Like, you go to see something this, super not, yeah. Yeah. Like, is this my, you uh, know, thing where it happens to me? But how long were you a cop? Uh, for three years. And in that time, did you have, like, like apart from that, what you just explained to us there, but you know, like, do you ever have any of those kind of weird kind of calls where you go there and it's something kind of weird and unexplainable? That, like, I know, did you, like, get caught up to many murder scenes or any kind of nah. weird fucked up shit that was kind of unexplainable that kind of, like, felt kind of weird like supernaturally or shit like is that for like the Hollywood scene that you see like in the TV scene yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know exactly. I learned I learned about three months in that everything can be explained by people because people are horrible yeah so even the shit that you think oh this can't be explained is somebody doing something fucking horrible yeah and it's somebody doing something where it's just like something that you wouldn't think somebody would do after a while it's like being a police officer, that's why most of them are either alcoholics or they have a like jaded view on other people. Yeah, it's like, like you think the worst of people. Like I still try to help people because I that's why I became a cop because I wanted to help people. But most police officers are jaded towards certain shit where it's just like, oh, I've seen cops see a burning car on the side of the road and keep driving. Yeah, that's that's why the word inhumane is always so stupid. That's inhumane, is it though? Because that's exactly the kind of shit we do. Like bonfire, gentlemen. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> let's go, five oh. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna bring us back here onto onto the track. What we were gonna talk about in this segment was no, no, do that then. Oh, right, cool. you always jump in the gun. I am trying to keep us on track. No, I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. I, I, I loved his anecdote. Well, he said it wasn't a good anecdote, but what's going on? It was, a great <laughs> it was the best anecdote I've ever first heard. You shame me, first, you shame me for having busted. Okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> and now it's that. It's for the Patreon. It's for the Patreon. But no, you're not racist, no. <laughs> oh, they're sipping their tea. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hashtag stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. Oh, dude, my story time is super fucked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what were you, Eli? Have you got anything that can compete with beige? Yeah, because Eli, you said like, yeah, you're on. Not even close. No. I have like fucking, uh, what is it, like Sandlot stories, like shit, funny shit that you do as kids. Like, I have shit like that. But anything crazy like this? Nope. I fell down a mountain when I was a little kid. No, so I was a boy scout, right? <laughs> you know how they go on hikes and shit and they go, you know, to mountains or to campsites and shit. Yeah. So I was walking around, I was I was fucking around, like throwing rocks and shit. I saw a squirrel try to hit a squirrel with a fucking rock. Push you were, you're half urge. I lost my footing. I lost my footing and slid <laughs> down the side of the mountain and I kept sliding, kept sliding. I was like, shit, I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> there was a big ass branch sticking out with like, uh, the, it was a big ass like half tree that had broken off. Tree. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that it had been broken off, but the, the wood was still sticking up. Yeah. So when I came, my foot got, or my leg got caught on it. So I had like pieces of wood embedded into my shin. It's I saw the scars on my leg, but that stopped me from going down the fucking hill. 
And then like dump like a dumbass when I got up and everybody's like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. I tried to pick the pieces of wood out of my shin with my with my pocket knife and I sliced up in my thumb. That's a cherry on top. Yeah. You know, that's all nothing compared to dirty falling. He survives the fall and bleeds out from a bit of tumble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I almost died. Oh, I'm gonna die from the stumble. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I, at this point I'd be worried for you that it's going to be something really, really lame. You know what I mean? Like all the awesome shit that you survive yeah. and then you yeah. just I don't know. Well, like, well my life yeah. now is pretty like boring. Like my life a year and a half ago, like I was telling Benny like a little bit about like where I came from to where I am now is like my life is super boring, like really boring now. And I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm the same way. I had a very exciting like five or ten years there in my early twenties. <laughs> and pretty quick everything's pretty quiet for me right now. I'm a giant, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah it's- it's good yeah. shit when you get to like I've lived like like I told you like before like I lived like three lives already. So yeah. it's already like when I couldn't play football anymore after college, I was just like, all right, fuck. When I was you know uh, a police officer, that was a fucked up part of my life. And then when I was doing like you know I worked in the private sector over near you guys, it was more or less like that was another part of my life. So now it's just like I'm on borrowed time. That's the way I think about it. Like, I should have yeah. died a bunch of times already. The way I, I used to always look at it is like everybody when you're born has like a, a, like a meter like or a tank filled with luck. And I think yeah. throughout your life, it's like your luck eventually runs yeah. out and that's why you die. Like, you know what I mean? Because like I used to buy some stupid shit. Like I, I had a dude break a pookie over my head one time. Like I, I, like, I, I, I got in a bar fight one time with three dudes. Let's just say I won. That's all I need to say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, allegedly, I kicked the shit out of him, whatever, whatever, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cannot see the... Yeah. Virtually ask for <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I know, that was like Matrix, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's good shit. Yeah. But, um, hey, you, like, you like I felt up by a, by a dude wearing a fairy costume? <laughs> uh, no. Okay, so I will share the story, but I cannot make this up, and it's fucking hilarious. So, uh, story time for me is I, I just get myself in some stupid shit. So I used to work at a restaurant called Joe's Crab Shack. Uh, there's this finance chick that I was trying to hook up with. And at the end of our shift on a Saturday, they're like, hey, we should all go and uh, hang out together. I was like, fuck it, let's go. And the plan was to go to a place called WeHo. So if you guys don't know what that is, that's West Hollywood. Now, West Hollywood, that's where the gays be. So I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a young kid. I don't know it's about this all shit. gay people, dude. It's not like <laughs> sprinkled in there. It's like a fucking forest of fairies. Yeah. <laughs> all gays. So I'm over here like, oh, yeah, let's go. We're going to hit a club and have a couple drinks. Sure. So we come back, we meet up, and we end up carpooling. And one of the friends is driving. I'm in the backseat flirting with this girl all night. She's filling in. We're going back and forth. And, dude, I'm young. I'm gawking at her titties. I'm not even paying attention to my surroundings. <laughs> As soon as we get to, it's called, I think, the Abbott, I think is what it's called. Uh, we get into the bar, and I'm, I'm following her. I'm just looking at her ass, and I look up, and I'm like, wait, something doesn't seem right. And then I see, like, Where dudes on dudes, coming from? girls on girls, and then girls that look like men, men that look like girls. I'm just like, I think I'm in the wrong place. We get in the corner with, like, a little booth, and we start getting drinks, and I looked at everybody. I was like, yo, is this where we're supposed to be? And they're all laughing, like, yeah, we're going to have a good time, like, I'm gonna be right here <laughs> in the corner of the bar, drinking with everybody, and then you know, I had a, I had to take a piss. So I get up, I get in, 
And to my luck, nobody's in the bathroom. I'm like, thank God. So I go to the very corner stall. And as soon as I get to the stall, the most, I mean, then there's no really nice way of saying it. The gayest, most serious motherfucker just comes in. <laughs> fucking wings, fucking glitter. Just you name it. Of just a pure fairy. There's really no way. And this motherfucker was but if he was dressed like a fairy, I just think you're allowed to I mean, use the word. Like, say it that way. He was a fairy. Yeah. Fucking fairy. He had fairy. wings. He was a fairy. You know what I mean? Glitter was coming off this fucking fool's wings. Like, bro. He could have been an angel. <laughs> so I go, so I look at the corner of my eye. I'm like, all right, whatever. And I'm trying to wrap up my shit. And the guy decides to go right next to me in the stall. And he's like, Oh, hey. I'm like, mm, no, man, I'm good. Yeah, I'm trying to like, wrap it up. As soon as I wrap it up, I pinch it. I'm like, fuck it. I'm done. I go to the sink and I wash my hands. And the guy ends up going right there like, hey, where are you going? Uh, uh, I need to get going, sir. So excuse me. And he starts getting close to me. He's like, hey, I know you saw you looking at me. He's like, you're making it awkward, bro. Just looking at you is making me awkward. Can you please move? And then like the, the door for me to like exit, he's blocking it with you know both hands on the door saying, Come on, I know you want this. I'm like, no, I do not. I have a girlfriend. She's right out there. So just please, you know, if you could just move, please. He gets closer to me and he starts saying, Oh, you smell good. I'm like, bro, please stop. <laughs> like, I'm trying to be nice because I'm over here freaking out. I'm like, I don't want to cause any drama. This guy decides to grab my junk. And, like, without missing the beat, I fucked this fool up. Like, it's bad, dude. I fucked him up. Like, allegedly, allegedly. So he's on the ground, he's crying, he's bleeding out. Like, I fucked him up bad, bro. Like, I kicked him like, several times and I started yelling, like, fucker, I told you not to touch me. God damn it. I go straight to the booth and I'm trying to like shake it off. I'm like, yeah, so I'm dancing to the, to the fucking booth. And like, I look at the girls, like, can you please pretend to be my girlfriend tonight? She's like, why? Just please, just do it. Like, I, do it. I took a shot. Fucking the biggest motherfucker like beige decides, like, you, let's go. I was like, fuck. Y'all better call the cops. I'm about to get, I'm about to go to jail. And I step outside. As soon as I step outside, the guy's like, yo, what the fuck happened? And you see the fairy literally on the street crying. This motherfucker is amazing. He sees goes on a crazy <laughs> rant. I just put my head down. I'm like, fuck, I'm about to get, I'm about to get locked up. Guy decides to keep throwing the story that I assaulted him. It was a hate crime. And I'm over here freaking out. I'm young because I, you know, at the time, you know, that's where gays were starting to like get a lot of respect or whatever. I was like, <laughs> like the worst <laughs> fucking like yeah. remember he's on our show. So good God. So after that shit happens, right? He ended up uh, I looked at the the guy, he looked at me, he's like, What happened? I told him exactly what I told you guys, right? He looked at me, he's like he looked at the fairy. He's like, get the fuck out of here. And then this big motherfucker, the size of beige, puts his hands on my shoulders and he goes, we're not all like that. Hope you have a good time, baby. And I'm like, what the fuck? Bro. Yeah. But, uh, it was just cringy. I couldn't, after that moment, I was like, fuck, I don't ever want to go to WeHo ever again. So the director's cut, so the director, like the Snyder cut, Eli's story, <laughs> Eli went to the last stall which was the glory horse stall and he got oh mad because the guy didn't, didn't do enough yeah. and the fairy wings ended up on him <laughs> and on his mouth that's the end of the story <laughs> I know the fact that all your stories are about like, like heroics and stuff and Eli has to open his mouth for five minutes and just admits to a hate crime <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I was trying to but story had stabbing Hate crime, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so good.
You get best of both worlds. He's he a minority, so he was hate crime and Eli first. Yeah. So it's a self defense hate crime. If any, I, I think jokes is like me. That dude grabs a joke. It's a, it's a different. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah, sexually assaulted. Even. You know what I mean? Hmm? He's sexually assaulted. Even. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, hashtag masculinity, man. Fuck yeah. you, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, so <laughs> hey, this episode's gone off the rails. Yeah, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it's like Karen's going to say, "Cut this." Don't use that. It's, it's bad. Like I told you guys, like there's like stories on top of stories on top of stories that I have. So it's not, you know. We got uh, see his stories are like fucked up. Mine are like fucked up but funny. Like there's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, of, some of mine are funny. Remember the dudes that got stuck together? Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, y'all want to hear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't want to hear that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we're too down. <laughs> we're too deep down in the looking hole to turn back now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I want to hear that story. All right, all right. So, <laughs> so I got a call to uh, a house. It was in uh, well, I used to work in Long Beach, and there's a lot of you know gay people that live, live out there. So we got called to a house, and these dudes were arguing at first, and then we're like, cool. So we got called out like three hours later, and we go up there, and the EMT's just like, dude, no. I'm like, no, what? I thought maybe people were dead in there. He's like, no, it's it's super fucking gross. I'm like, all right, whatever. Go inside there, and the dudes have a sheet a sheet over them. Well, they're in you know doggy style position. And I'm like, what happened? And the first dude in front, I ne- it was just crazy. He's like, um, let's see what happened was like they're talking like that. We could tell he's in pain. So I'm like, what happened? He's just like, oh, so we wanted to spice things up, so we were eating while we were doing stuff with each other. So they're having sex with each other while they're eating. And I guess the other dude's super allergic to, uh, I forgot what it was, it was peanuts or something. But he, the other guy was rubbing peanuts. peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, he wasn't allergic to penis. <laughs> yeah. On the penis. <laughs> so he sits there and I guess he was rubbing either peanut butter on the dude's dick and was like sucking it off or whatever. And then they started, you know, uh, have a sex with each other. So they had so so they started having sex with 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 each other, and I guess his shit got inflamed. So his dick got hard, but got inflamed and turned bad. So it, it got like like uh like two or three times not two like two times larger than what it is inside of him. But so they couldn't get it. They couldn't get it pulled out. So the EMT was sitting there, and he was just like, "Hey." We got to do the epi shot on the dude's dick, but we need oh somebody to pull and go underneath the other guys. So since you had one pair of balls here, one pair of balls here, and then like, like just this thing. Man, I need to get the balls apart to get in at the shop. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't the, have to lie so hard on the episodes synopsis for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> How do we work this for Ridley Scott is going to be forged. Yeah, so I'm gonna go for work class segue here in a minute. So the two EMTs had, had 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 to sit there and be like they didn't want to do it. So me and the other three officers were sitting there, and my sergeant was just like, "Hey, stop being bitches and go and do it." I'm like, "You go and do it." He's like, "That's why I'm the sergeant. I don't, I don't, I don't have to." So essentially, we had to like we did paper our scissors, and I lost. So of course, you did. all your stories are very unlucky, dude. Right? <laughs> so I had to sit there and have the dudes kind of like move a little bit over so i had to like move both the balls i was like like this and then like the emt had to like sneak his arm underneath and 
you know, put the shot. And then we had to wait for a little bit and then pull them apart. When he pulled them apart, it was like bloody shit coming out of the dude's ass. It's just like all over the place. I think this might be our first graphic content warning on one of your I actually read my whole yes, right? You wanted horror. I'm giving you horror. This is live horror. Yes. Yeah, it, uh, right. <laughs> Enjoy the segment. Enjoy the segment. Enjoy the segment. Enjoy the Oh, all the plans were ended up being fucking built up in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever the fuck. Which one of those do you That's think? And Eli, I want to, I want to say to you, so just imagine you were a cop as well, right? Which one, if you were called out on duty, do you think? You said, this is boss. Fucking cop. It was just in my ear for a second. <laughs> uh, which one do you think, like, would you have been, like, the most scared to go out? Like, if you got called out, there was a fucking oh, crime shit. scene, and you go out and all the fucking harm oh, was a like, which one do you think would have scared the shit? Oh, that's how you segue it, bitches. I would have thought it would be Jason, but I'm not going to lie to you. If I saw Jason, I would unload my clip. Yeah. Well, if he kept and coming out, what would you do? Honestly. Uh, I'd, I'd unload the clip and, and, and go get the shotgun and just unload that bad boy too. He, he have yeah. a shotgun. Even if he's unkillable, so if he doesn't have arms or legs, he's definitely less of a threat, you know? Oh, yeah. But the, but the thing is, though, like, if I blow your head off, you, you really, really, really can't do anything. Yeah. So. so maybe I mean, come back two years later somehow. But... <laughs> <laughs> he will be back two years. Doomed. Doomed. Because I've seen meth heads that kind of look like Leatherface. Oh, shit. Mm. I've seen some people on, like, Crystal that kind of look like uh, pin, Pinhead or Hellraiser. Ugh. Mm. That's one drug that hasn't really swept Ireland. It's here, yeah, but it's not like I mean, we have there's heroin, there's plenty of heroin, there's yeah. coke, and, <laughs> <laughs> plenty of heroin. Yeah, there's no, no shortage of heroin. <laughs> meth, is a, meth is a special kind of drug. I've seen the faces of meth, yeah, and it's a special kind meth of meth mouth for like my god, oh, beautiful yeah. women, like yeah. stunning women, yeah. like, and inside of sometimes as little as four months, everything up to ten years yeah. or whatever, and they just. It just I just want to say though, one benefit of a good looking crack addict is that there's a six month period there, you definitely scored her. Yeah. Before she goes to be done. Her standards, her standards are low enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so you're going to like get an eight or nine, like she might get a 10, and you get her when she's about an eight on the way down. Yeah, that's it. Which, yeah. like, you know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. I'll give you a sandwich. I'll give you a sandwich. You come with me. I just put a bunch of average looking men going, hold, hold. <laughs> <laughs> and she hits eight. Uh, you go, no. Oh, shit. I'm gonna, you know what to throw in a Hellraiser, man. If you showed up to a scene after a Hellraiser type scenario, there's just fucking mm-hmm. chains everywhere and fucking viscera hanging from them. You'd be like, I do not know what the fuck I'm looking at. I'd still prefer it over the ball story, though. I'm just realizing. Yeah, but would you do it? <laughs> No, that's not the worst. That's not the worst sex story you uh, I've had. Worst sex, <laughs> like being on duty. That's not the worst one. So oh, that one is 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 okay, but it's not the worst one. You know, right. Hellraiser is something that's worse than Hellraiser. I'm gonna, I'm gonna revamp the question. I imagine showing up to a Hellraiser crime scene. Have you got anything that's a little bit more twisted than that? <sighs> you can use sex. You can use sex over violence. Grossness. We'll just we'll, 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 grossness can be your metric. There you go. Oh, fuck, dude. 
What's more gross than the two dudes doggy states took together like literal dogs? Oh, what's more gross? You really want to know? Oh my god, wait a second. Oh my god. Don't don't throw that in there. Don't do that. Don't do that. They're all they're in the chamber right now. Don't I'm like loading the gun and like when he shoots me on yourself. Your listeners are like, no. I guess if we're talking about gore being in the house of sex or whatever, like hostile. Ooh. Something Ooh. hostile type death, like yeah. someone My, being cut or being sliced open or eyeball coming out, like that oh, kind of shit. Yeah, that would kind of be like. Dark. I would definitely die in hostile because those women are so fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. so fine. Like, yeah, but you gotta do oh the metric. God. You gotta do the, the, the metric. It's like the old thing, like, either you're rich or you, or you got a big dick. And you already said that you're not rich and you're Irish, so you don't have the other one either. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking guys. <laughs> Man. My haggis is my don't, don't, don't you come after my two inch punisher. <laughs> is that is that hard or is that <laughs> yeah, no, no, I got up to two two point seven. It's supposed to get hard. It's supposed to get hard. <laughs> but yeah, it would be like the hostel would be the one that yeah. if I walked in, I'd be like, what the fuck? That film affected me a little bit. I, I remember watching it when it came out with the film was dark. That was a good dark yeah. fucking yeah. ass movie. No, I like, remember like dolls all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Eli, what would you hate to be called out if you were a cop, right? You're like, like fucking night shift, graveyard shit. I don't know, so all the horror movies. So there's this video game called Condemn, right? Mm. You gotta look it up. It's a really great game. Yeah, I played, I played the first one. There's, yeah. a, there's a chapter in this These game. These guys think we're the where... 80s. Eli's <laughs> 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 like, it's a video game. You know, it's on your screen. Guys, have even gotten Atari yet? Yeah. So yeah. we're just over here hoping that you know. ET on the Atari. Guys, have you played Pong? Yeah. Oh shit. Basically, Stranger Things. Just think Stranger Things. We're we're basically moving along with the exact same time as that. Okay. There you go. Right. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go, Eli. So, so I was saying, uh, so there's this game, this chapter in the game in Condemned where you go into like a, like a mall and there's yeah. a whole bunch of mannequins. Now, for me, that would fuck me up because in the game, as you're moving, mannequins, mannequins would freak you out if you were a cop. Hold on, hold on. I'm not done. Are you going to let me finish? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. I got another picture of partner. Here we go. Thank you, sir. So in the, in the mall, there is a, it's shut down. There's mannequins all over the place. There's hooks all over the place, and there's a whole bunch of like messed up wires. And as you're like going through, there's just a whole bunch of noises going around the entire building. So for me, if I heard there's a disturbance at the mall and there's a breakdown at this location or hearing screaming, I'd be like, I'm fucked. So for me, that would freak me out. Just that crime scene. So it's a shut down mall. We have mannequins all over the place. We have broken down wires and just people screaming from the top of the lungs in the building. That would you, freak me out. You really hate dogs, don't you? And dog-like objects. Yes, I hate dogs. <laughs> hey, like, oh, that is a perfect uh, <laughs> He does not like dolls. No <laughs> I would not be buying those fucking, uh, what is it? Those dolls that they have in, J- in Japan? What are would you called? buy an Asian sex doll? Fuck no! You know those, hey, those weird things, bro? No, they keep fucking talking. No. Do you think? I don't think, boy. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking eggs were so serious. <laughs> that was great. That was great. That was good. 
I'll give you that one. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to say think anymore. He's not going to say think right now. I think that's some other word to use. Are you of the persuasion? <laughs> you postulate. You postulate. <laughs> I'm a rare motherfucker. I got words. I got words. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying if I would think like, yeah, yeah do you think uh, um, but do you like when you look at like Elon Musk and shit this is probably like off topic but let's go with it but like when he's making like life's uh, androids and shit like that do you think that's dangerous do you do like you're afraid of dolls and mannequins and shit like does that shit scare the shit out of you do you think we're going to get Terminator you know what I mean yeah because like I don't know if I saw this if this is real or if this is just like bullshit but I saw that there is like this um, kitchen where where it actually prepares your food for you. Yeah, no, right? that's real. So smart kitchen yeah. as well. <laughs> oh my god, smart yeah. kitchen. Yeah, and I was looking at that. I was like, dude, that's fucking crazy. Mm. Now we have a, a machines that now is going to take care of our food, and you know this is just my. That does that now. Hold on, fool. Are you gonna let me finish or what? That's what an oven is. That's what a microwave is. That's what the Canadian food. Right? No, but we're the ones. Hey, 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 I'm not your buddy, pal. <laughs> What's up, pal, friend? <laughs> I'm not your friend, guy. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Terrence and Phillip, that's a good shit. Go on, Eli, finish your soliloquy. My, <laughs> Ryder, boom. Yeah, yeah, this guy gets it. It's got words. <laughs> I need words. words. Anyways. Hashtag words. It's <laughs> like the whole thing when I watch all these films like iRobot and all these other films, like it's getting yeah. to that extent where we're literally going to have no jobs for, you know, people in general yeah. and just seeing it, it just kind of freaks me out because we don't know like what if they create emotion what if they go crazy what if, if we have that situation where like you know the house decides that there's a a, a but like a bug or, 3, or whatever yeah, yeah whatever and then the, the, the thing starts swinging its knife and throwing knives at people i'm like what the fuck yeah, yeah. Like, how much control are you willing to give over to it is, is a scary thought yeah, it's right, yeah exactly like how much are you willing to really sacrifice for yeah. like technology now is that cool yeah it's cool to watch but would that be something that i want to have fuck that you know what really scares me about robots and sentience is that people are to our very nature are fucking horrible so like we're going to treat robots like shit like look at what people do to like immigrant workers or to slave labor workers all around the world so if you're going to take out the human aspect like we dehumanize humans so if you take right. out the human aspect imagine how easy it would be to imagine do. how easy it would be to dehumanize the machine and if they grow sentient they're like uh, fuck this motherfucker, meat yeah. sack motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I'm indestructible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. This is a meat sack. Yeah. <laughs> Over Terry Darm's off or something. You know, that's what scares me about robots. <laughs> you know, because, like, we're going to treat him like shit. Yeah. And we're going to give him good cause. It's gonna be reasonable for sure. Yeah, I don't think about like uh there's this algorithm where they created this like machine or program to start thinking and program and, and thinking for itself. It started to go so fast and, and the algorithm started to grow so quickly that it started to create a conscience that they had to delete it. They had to yeah. stop it right there at the stop at that moment because it was uh and its intelligence was going really quickly. Yeah, well, stuff like that, like yeah, the Ultron, like or some yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and, and, and then he had to stop it at that moment. It's like Ultron fuck that. sucked ass too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really looking forward to the tour episode because Beige is going to bash it. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna like, fucking destroy all this. Bosh is gonna bash it. Bosh is gonna bash. <laughs> Bosh, bosh. <laughs> 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 
Um, oh, dude, I just had an idea. We could do that for our fucking show. <laughs> do you think? Do you think? Once you do, you think robots are going to come and fucking kill us all? We're, it's it's kind of villainous. We're getting we're getting back on Jack. Kind of. I don't think they're fully figured out. I think we're too dumb. Out of deck, you know. No, you, we keep, I think you we're too dumb to make real I think we're too AI. Dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think there are smart people in the world, but it's, it, we're turning into idiocracy. Oh, big time! Oh, yeah. We're at the so everything is so anti-intelligence right now. Smarter with yeah. stuff. I think like technical stuff is going to get better, but I think people are going to get dumber. Yeah, I think oh, there'll be a bigger gulf. Like, it's happening in real time. Yeah, yeah. there'll be a bigger gulf between intelligent people and yeah, like really dumb people. Something so, hey, something so simple. Back in the day when we were younger, you would want to remember a girl's phone number. Now you're just like, hold on, let me look it up real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Actually, I, I freaked out a friend by saying, "Oh, dude, your your number used to be always six three one nine. Don't fucking say it on air, dude. It's gone. It's, got, it's been gone. It's been gone for like my point is that it's been gone for like ten, twelve years. And it's not the bathroom. So but, but I remember it because I used to have to. I used to have to pick up my house phone or whatever, and I used to dial. He had a mobile phone before I did. You know what I mean? This is back when you had to remember numbers and yeah. stuff like that. And mobile phones were weapons back then. Yeah, yeah mobile phones were weapons. Yeah, they were so heavy. Yeah, but I used to remember all my friends' phone numbers. And it's the same. I know my mother's and my girlfriend. I used to feel so safe when I had a Motorola because I know if a motherfucker's coming at me, I'll just throw that phone. Yeah, and absolutely. Lay yeah. him up. Lay him up. <laughs> that shit weighed about four and a half stone. That's what's got the, uh, the uprising of the Motorola <laughs> buried in the ark. Yeah. <laughs> There's Nokia phones buried everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I just think that phone weighed it. Four and a half stone. Stone. That's yeah. you know, metric system is di- different there. Fourteen. Uh, no, no, fourteen pounds of stone. Yeah, fourteen pounds of stone. Look at that. All right. Mm. Mm. So it'd be like wow. It's fifty-six pounds. pounds. Yeah. Fifty-six. There you go. There you go. Eli, yeah. see, uh, my brother-in-law or my brother-in-laws, and my sister-in-law have a problem with math, and so does my wife. Like they can't do I've, math. I have not heard that term, so I just said stones. Like what? Yeah. You think he had 14 fucking actual stones sitting there? <laughs> I thought that was funny. I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit. We just have one stone. Like, and we know it's made. We base everything on it. Yeah, but what's he, what's he just measuring pounds? Yeah. Uh, but what, 14 pounds makes a stone. So, like, how do you add up what you just said? You just don't add up the pounds into stone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, uh, let me ask you a question. How tall are you? Hey? Hmm. 5'3". So five foot three five. inches. I'm five foot five. Because I keep looking up, I keep looking up celebrities, and they use the metric system, and we use the metric system, but it makes no sense to me. Yeah, when it comes to be like, so. oh, they're one one meter six, and I'm like, I, that that means yeah. nothing to me. I have no idea. Three meters is a um, three meters twenty is six feet. No, three meters is the one one meter is three feet. Three point three feet. One meter is three point three feet. Because I'm six three. And eight, one yard is three feet. You six three. Yeah. That's a good height, man. Thought you were going to say some shit or something. <laughs> no, I, I'm done. I'm like, oh, you're very tall. Actually, what happened yeah. to me was, I just. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so you don't think robots are going to come and kill us all? No, I just think more of a point of like, we're getting dumber. Yeah, so I think we're killing ourselves just fine. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's gonna be a point where like there's gonna I I see it happening that there's gonna be like a civil war in America over here. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. yeah. Where it's gonna split people like how North and South was. Yeah. And it's gonna be like that. And there's gonna just give them a rage of fucking war, and we're just gonna kill each other. And yeah. robots are just gonna come in and just live on the ashes. Yeah, that's it. But no, I think I think I don't. I just robots aren't a big enough scapegoat for me. I think we got this covered. 
we are absolutely yeah. going to destroy ourselves and each other. I, th- I think yeah. we're doing a brilliant job. That's your answer, is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We saw that answer. Yeah. The dinosaurs were here for... There's more distance between, I think, is it a Stegosaurus and a, and a Tyrannosaurus T-Rex. Rex than there is between the T-Rex and us. Mm. Like, one was like 250 million years ago, yeah. one was 65 T-Rex million years ago. T-Rex and So they, they were around for more of a billion years were taken out by a meteorite. We, we're here like, what, 10,000 years? Well, ago? like, I'm not saying it's alien. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is Have you seen the fucking pyramids? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> People didn't do that. It was spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think like if uh, robots become sentient eventually, like because humanity we're, we're just treat each other like trash, we're gonna treat them like trash and we're just probably gonna be like, oh fuck this shit, we're yeah. just gonna wipe us out. Yeah. If it comes to that stage, like you know, and we're gonna give them And cause, I don't understand it. And that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think we're just gonna give them cause. And that's the problem, like with any kind of machinery, that if you don't fucking operate it correctly, it's just going to be like Independence Day. I'm just going to look up and go, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're not happy about it, but yeah, I get it. Check it out. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll be a pet. So, fuck it. I'm yeah, a pet. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, do you want to say anything more about horror movie villains before we go to this new segment that um, Caramac, the guy in the back, is fucked up for us? No, I'm good. Yeah, you good, yeah? Yeah, let's move along fluidly. All right. <laughs> Sorry, so okay. before we get the fuck out here, right, the new segment we're talking about, we want to do a weekly talking point thing. Something that kind of is in the news that kind of pops out to us that we think that's worthy to bring up and talk about. Because we've just been kind of trying to stretch our brain muscles a little bit differently, kind of slightly branch out from just doing movie reviews. And one thing that popped up, and I know it's not really in the horror uh, realm, but he's a director that's got plenty of horror lineage. He directed like some Alien and shit like that. It's Ridley Scott who came back and did Prometheus and did Alien Covenant. And he said by his latest release, the jewel star Adam Driver, Matt Damon, that the reason that it bombed financially in the box office was because that millennials or he called the millennium, he didn't even get the fucking Emory, so he touched fucking boomer <laughs> motherfucker. But um, he, he like he pretty much blamed the lack of attention spans and people like uh, being on their cell phones and shit too much. That is the reason that his movie failed at the box office. And he like, what do you think? Do you think he has good cause for what he says that? that the movie The Jewel failed because people's attention spans were shorter now and this is kind of thing where like people want cheap thrills and fast builds instead of the likes of they want deep character dives into like a period piece like The Jewel is I haven't seen it yet but I think it's like a period piece or some shit I don't know. a period piece of like the medieval yeah in France or something That's like, oh is it I thought it was Victorian era England or something but I haven't looked into it yeah like, do you think it's a case of like uh, audiences aren't uh, liking the content really Scott is putting out or do you think it's a case of like we just don't they don't have the attention span for that sort of content anymore you think he's a point I suppose you could start there it's very basic does he have a point no I would say I would say I would say yes and no the reason why I would That's say yes the is the thing no. I think it's nuanced it's as like, well like, uh, don't be on the fence don't, no, no. don't be on the I fence I am on the fence oh like, no fence oh in here motherfucker it's like the one rule we have you gotta, you gotta <laughs> pick yes yeah. or no you gotta pick no there's no in between there's, there's no there's, there's no, no thing. It, like if you were to flip a coin alright do you ever hear this old saying it's like if you flip a coin if you really want to know a decision you want to make you go yeah. heads something or tails something and that coin's in midair you don't want to know in your heart what side you wanted to land on you yeah. know what I mean? So that's how you know. So heads or tails, if I'm going to flip a coin right now, yes is heads, yes or tails. If I'm going to flip it, which side would you really want to land on heads or tails? And that's how you know you're good. Heads, team. yes, and tails, no. That's how Boardwalk Empire fucking great show. Ducky? I love that Yeah, Nucky. Oh, man. I think Vicky Blinders. I'll go first, actually. I think if I, had yeah. to, if I had to say yes or no, and there's no in between, I would say yes, but I would be like, get over it, for fuck's sake, man. You know, it's not, it's not like, of course, people's attention spans have 
I, I think that the, the youngest generation put up with a lot of shit and they get a lot of shit put on their shoulders and the world is for a lot of ways a much more difficult place to navigate but, and it's entertainment you don't get to tell people how they should feel about it fuck all but does he have a point that attention spans have decreased over time yeah I think social media is thick you know just living for that fucking like button I, I don't fully agree with that in an era now where we have the golden age of television where everybody sits down for six seven eight hours and binge watches the whole season of a show yeah see that's the thing that's, that's the, the two and a half hour movie is nothing that's it so it. if you're kind to use your premise you're kind in the air it's no yeah 100 i think he's wrong i think what the problem with ridley scott is that like a lot of these older directors that play marvel for all their woes i think he's is, wrong don't get me wrong yeah, yeah, does he have any sort of point yeah i think what he like a lot of these older directors are like the audience doesn't know what they like. That's why they're not filmmakers. So yeah. I'm going to tell them what they like. No, motherfucker. The audience knows what they like. And we know what we like more now than ever because of all the content we've had and the very content we've had over the last 20 years. The golden age of television. Like, it's such a, it's so fucking lame because like, he failed because he made a movie for himself, not for yeah. the audience. Because you have to make two, two, two things as a storyteller. You have to make a story that you'll enjoy, but you also have to make a story that other people will enjoy. Because otherwise you're just writing a story for yourself. Like, it's like, you can add all these things for yourself and it's self-aggrandizing, yeah, that's cool. But you need to make things other people enjoy. And like, not a lot of people would look at a medieval fucking movie that was made in France or set in 14th century France because it doesn't appeal to a lot of people. It's not a big box office movie. Yeah, it might appeal at award season. But like, if he wants critical acclaim, that's one thing. But critical acclaim, box office uh, success are not always hand in hand. No. And like, you can't blame the audience. If you make a movie for yourself, then only you are going to go see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's not their fault. Like, you know, I just think like, it's just an out. It's like, I made a movie that didn't have mass appeal. Now it's the mass, uh, the mass audience or the mass. It's a appeal. failure on, it's not a failure it's on a, my shoulders. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a failure on them, not me. You know, I just think it's such an out. It's possible. It's like when you cheat and stuff and, and you turn around and tell them, well, you've been working a lot late. Like, fuck off. Yeah. You know, it is. It's, it's, it's an out. <laughs> yeah. No, for me, it's a, it, it's a no. Like, I, I don't think he's right because um, it's more of a point like, oh, people won't sit down their attention span. People sat down to watch uh, Game of Thrones. You got it on your t-shirt? Yeah, four hours. Four, you know what I mean? Game of Thrones is an hour long. People binge that shit. You know, Picky Blinders we've watched that people will sit down and binge the whole show of that. Yeah. It's just like when when you turn out shit, because I was another one, I was looking up some of the shit he said, and he was mad about people not liking Martian. Yeah, Martian was a, a a woke movie for him of talking about like people, uh, uh, the atmosphere and using up you know resources and shit. Yeah. Um, uh, Exodus, Gods and Kings was another shit movie that was fucking horrible that he made. That was kind of like a period piece that wasn't very good. Um, Kingdom of Heaven, another, that was a really like whitewashed movie as well, wasn't it? Yeah, like, it's yeah. just more. He doesn't, and that was another thing. Like when he said, like he does movies where there's not a lot of like minorities in it yeah. where it's just all like the same set of people the same set of this you see the same it's almost like king kingdom of heaven except for the whole rape thing but you know something having to do with a woman and something having to do with the kingdom falling whatever it's the same goddamn movie as the one he just made yeah it's, yeah. it's his movies are carbon copies of shit where it's just like the 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 actual development might be a little bit different but the same message is coming across mm -hmm. Yeah, because like he's mad because people are tired of that shit. They don't yeah. want to watch his movies anymore. Because people went to watch Lincoln, and people went to watch yeah. like War Horse did. Okay, the box of what's the great film, but it did okay. Well, who the fuck's that movie for? War Horse. Yeah, I don't know. That's I honestly, just, you I honestly, one out of touch motherfucker. 
I think Warhorse is going to do well in anything except for yeah, the I, I do think people like, yeah, like, you know, Avengers or something have more of a massive appeal, but it's not that people will not go and watch it. Peaky Blinders is based in Birmingham, England in the yeah. 1920s. People eat that shit up. It's absolutely massive. So, yeah, it's not, I, I agree. Now, again, I, I stand by my point. Does he have a point that people's attention spans are, if people are turned off by something, isn't, you know, we, we have 10 Fast and Furious films. There's no way around that. That's a fact. <laughs> they exist, or nine, or whatever the fuck it is. There's but, uh, nine. Nine. There's nine. But there's the ten is on the way. Ten is on the way. But the spin-off. Huh? Wait, Tokyo Drips, was that in canon? Yeah. Yeah. So then there's yeah. nine, okay. But what about you and Eli to round it off? So, so as far as the whole, like, opinion thing, well, yeah, I think people's attention spans are different, but as far as, like, that being an excuse for the film to yeah, flop... that's a different question, like, absolutely, that, yeah. They're two, yeah. They're two different things. That's why I said it's... Uh, people have the ability... They don't even have the ability to have a conversation like this, right? That's why, like, us, we can hold down a podcast and have a conversation for hours about anything and everything without looking at our phones, right? Yeah. We had a conversation like, about shit for, like, yeah. 40 minutes, remember? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we would have a conversation about anything and everything, and that's one of the things I would say in this day and age is difficult for people to have you know that's why podcasters yeah. are like us make people want to feel like oh shit i feel like i'm part of the conversation that's right? yeah I've, I've actually said it almost verbatim that myself yeah so, no. so because of that main reason that's the reason why in my opinion i think attention spans are different because they'll listen to us for like 10 minutes and then well i'm done or yeah. we'll have people in our podcast talk shit about us but we'll tell them hey if you guys don't like what we hear that's fine pass it on somebody else somebody else might like it and the type of like community that us like with you guys and uh what's it mr good beer we're trying to build a community with people who just know how to talk and carry a conversation yeah. right be present like the four of us are being present i think you yeah. know yeah, yeah. for bass he's playing on his phone yeah. <laughs> is presently staying on his phone. I'm sending you something. Right something. Is so, it me something? Yeah, I'm gonna send you something right now. Oh, this, this is gonna be horrific. This is gonna be horrible. It's gonna be fucking horrible. <laughs> My opinion about like what we were saying earlier, right? Do I think people's attention spans are like not that all there? Yo, yeah, because of what this, like you know, the telephones, the mm. the tablets, the portable systems, and all that. That's cool and all, but there's more distractions for sure. For sure. But yeah. put that aside and let's talk about the film itself and it flopped and he wants to blame it on Matt. No, that's bullshit. Because like we were saying, right, there's a movie Dune that just came out. That movie was, for me, was really slow. There's a, another movie that... Uh, no, Herbert, Dune. Not Herbert, uh, Beige liked that he told us to watch. What was the slow burn that you liked? Uh, oh, The Drop. The Drop. With Tom See, Hardy and James Gunn. Tom yeah, Hardy. Yeah. So there's that one. So there are movies that are done very well. Or even like we were talking about earlier, right? Peaky Blinders. It's a slow show up until it's not. Like the, yeah. if you're paying attention to the show, like the yeah. dialogue can throw you off. But if you're not paying attention to the story, you're gonna get like fall asleep. Okay, whatever. I'm gonna change it. I got yeah. into the series very much, so I loved it. So if there are other people who may like it, or may not like it, and like we are talking about it, there's so much content out there. There's HBO Max, Netflix, Hulu. Don't There's... don't say stuff they can't watch. <laughs> oh, I get it. I'm a pirate, motherfucker. YouTube. There you go. There's YouTube. <laughs> you guys get YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah we got you guys YouTube. YouTube. Oh, okay. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, all right, let's 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 wrap up the Ridley Scott conversation. We can all sure. agree. Everyone agrees. And it was a cop-out. Like, there's no yeah. debate. There seems to have been no debate no around debate. that whatsoever. I, I think nowadays people have to understand there's a time and place for specific content because there's so many avenues for content. So right. if you want to drop a period piece thing that's set in 14th century France, 
and you want it to be a big budget movie and you don't want to flop at the box office, you know what you do? You take it out of cinemas and you put it on the streaming service. Yeah. Because then you don't have to worry about the box office success. Yeah. Because you sell the rights to a Netflix. And, and all it is, free, is like, you know? I mean, it's, <coughs> we're talking about films, we critique films, we're obsessed with films, all that kind of shit. Yeah. At the end of the day, it cost this much and it meant this much. That's that's all that that's yeah, all that people see. That's all that matters. Yeah. It cost nearly two hundred million. So if it cost two hundred million, I guess you'd be wanting bang for your buck or you'd be wanting something back. At least four hundred break even if you can yeah, the Netflix now. <laughs> I can't believe how often they're dropping films that are massive budgets, yeah. even if they're like a little yeah. bit of fanfare like yeah. that and was uh, well, the one with Batista and, and the uh, Army of the Dead. Army of Army of Army of Thieves. Army of Thieves. And Army of Thieves. That was the follow-up. That was the prequel. Yeah, the prequel was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was decent, actually. But yeah, I'd say those films must be making money. Money. Oh, yeah. I think they can still make Well, the thing is, though, are they, though? No, the platform's making money. They're just a part of the platform. Probably get paid a flat fee, but at least you can avoid, you can turn over. The thing is, though, if you have Netflix, you've got 200 million users, and they're all paying 10 or 12 quid a month. It doesn't matter if the movie in itself is a yeah. success, as long as it creates more content for the platform to allow the platform to be successful. Yeah. And that's where streaming But like, totally like Squid Game office, now for the second season, they'll write their own. They'll say, right, Netflix will do it. Yeah. But this is what we want. As in, they're, they're like, those fuckers are yeah. going to get paid. But the thing is about box office, you need to bring new people in. Where streaming is all about retention. It's two totally different things. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you need to retain the people you already have. So you make quality content. You take off the pressure of box office. It's all about just keeping your subscribers. So, like, if you want to be a Ridley Scott, I know these guys are too pretentious to go on these streaming platforms, but I think there's like an avenue. Cinema. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, but I think there's an avenue for this. If you want your movie to be critically successful, you don't have to worry about being a box office failure. I think you should go on a streaming platform. I think that's so niche as mm-hmm. Matt Damon, Adam Driver, 14th century, French fucking war, whatever the fuck, yeah. having a jewel, a jewel, who gives a fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Who really gives a fuck? There's not enough film every year movie, like, Oscar-based. It feels like, yeah. yeah, we're going to make a very, you know... Like, like I'm going to watch that if it's on Netflix, but I'm not going to go see it. Yeah, same, same. Two totally oh, yeah. different things, like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's the difference, like, and that's the problem with these directors, that they're out of touch and they don't understand that the platform that they derive so much is probably the best for a lot of the content that they're making. Right yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just think yeah. they're just out of touch, and that's the problem, that they're blaming the wrong people and they're not taking advantage of the platforms. That would actually suit their current storytelling style, like, you know? Agreed. Yeah. So, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, boys, do you have a, let's just say, I'm really Scott, we get the fuck out here. This episode's been insanity. Nah, he's just a big pussy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big weenie, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I just right, heard my own voice in my head, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a comedian, man. He inhabits the person. It's like, unseen. Where did he let go? Where did he go? Where did he let go? I like that with Patty McCleary. Where did he let go? All right. <laughs> it's fucking insane. All right, so all right, this is Invasion of Poly Snatchers. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Nolan Tui. Got Caramac in the back. That's Beige. That's Eli. That's the ROC. See you next time, motherfuckers. Peace out. All right, Thanks. and we're out. Thanks, gentlemen. Thanks, dudes.